are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Sharkchild, and this is The Dark Verse. Short stories of occult, metaphysical, and fantastical horror that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. Welcome, new and old listeners alike. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, The Dark Verse. I haven't asked this in a while, but if you could take an extra second to go onto iTunes and give this podcast a rating, I would greatly appreciate it. The Dark Verse is also on Stitcher now, and if you have some time to go on there and give a review and rating for The Dark Verse, that would also be great. And going along with that, I have a Patreon page for The Dark Verse at patreon.com slash thedarkverse. But the best way to support the podcast is to do that rating, is to give it reviews, is to share my work with people you think would enjoy what I do, and then also, of course, to pick up copies of my hardcover books or of the Kindle versions of the books. All right, it's time to look within yourself and evaluate your life because it's going to be taken from you, ripped from you, in fact. There's nothing you can do. You are going to be left with nothing. This is episode 108 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled The Sermon of the Shadow in Darkness. I have seen the shadow in darkness, a shadow within pitch blackness. Where darkness ends and a truer black begins. A corrosion of color and a void of anti-creation. An obliterator of sight. An obliterator of mind. I have felt the shadow in darkness. A shadow cast not by the inhibition of light, but from the suffocating of space. A presence not of matter, but of spirit, existing in form and shifting away that which should be. A distortion of time, a distortion of place, a slaying of comfort and of courage and of wholesomeness. I have succumbed to the shadow in darkness, a shadow that provokes its will without persuasion or strength, an omniscient knife that cuts through the immaterial apart from doctrine or creed, what it touches, nevermore the same. I was in a dream when it came. I was a girl, alone on the top of a small mountain island, the island being a single pyramidal mount and nothing more. The rock's edges were smooth and pleasant beneath my bare feet, 
The air was warm, and a cool breeze lavished sweet satisfaction upon the flesh. The sky was crisp and clear, giving way to the infinite horizons of crystalline blue waters in all directions. The sun above was more than a source of light and heat. It was a wellspring of life, the engine of everything beautiful and wonderful. On woven wings of golden wisps, those that I cherished in my life flew to me, but they came not as who they were, they came as brothers and sisters, all of them. My daughters were sisters, my grandfathers brothers, and each of them arrived as the youths they once were or would have been. They landed atop the mountain with me, and joined me in veneration of the sun above and all of its wonders below. The joy I felt was unfathomable. Within one vicinity of the radiant sky, a presence loomed. I did not notice it at first because it was not outright visible. It was like a stranger's eyes penetrating me from the distance like an invisible shadow casting down on my presence, only for me to look that way and catch the culprit through a silent notion of shifting energy. When I looked in its direction, a sharp, suffocating horror pressed in on me. I awoke and bolted upright in bed, my breathing heavy, my heart thudding fiercely in my chest, and sweat caking hair to my face. Nothing was there except the room in front of me. I turned to look at the clock, and then I gazed forward once more. There it was. One moment it was not, and then the next moment it was. What was once a semi-visible bedroom setting was now concealed beneath a haunting pit of darkness. Darkness upon darkness. A shadow in darkness. Fear became pain, a feeling so pungent that the blood within my veins set off sensorial burning along my limbs. My sight twisted, like rising ground in a bout of dizziness, unable to find equilibrium. Deafness, with a subtle, distant ringing, enveloped my ears. Then I vomited, a scraping, jagged kind of retching. And when the shrapnel of undigested fare ceased its purge, the contents of my bowels expulsed. I could not scream. I could not move. Only but the damnable functions of the body reacted, enslaving me as a zombie to my belittled human condition. Stupefied and philosophically raped, I was completely dismantled by a look at pure darkness, and the darkness was not done with me. From within this horrifying blotch of forsaken energy, the primordial authority, the shadow and darkness, ushered a tendril of its infinite reach to penetrate me. Without voice or sound or symbol or sign, orchestrated nodules were pressed into me like telepathic braille, delivering a knowledge annulled of words, a form of communication from before there ever were words, and something else, something so much more sinisterly deific, a seed, a satellite from itself. I knew immediately what was placed within me by the cosmic stretches of understanding that escorted it, 
and had I the ability, I would have not known whether to scream an awful triumph or dispel life with some swift act of death. Gods would have shuddered and collapsed in on themselves under the verities that befell me. They would have fallen to their knees and wept tears of blood until their passing would have brought them solace. I saw the desolation of the world, and a realm devoid of planets and celestial bodies. There was only darkness. There was no creation. There was no life. The shadow and darkness reigned. A king of a dimension of nothing. An ambient and sentient darkness. To rule, battles needed not be fought. And wars needed not be won. Followers and worshippers needed not exist. Prophecies, interpretations, and expanses of unraveling signs needed not prolong an eventual and inevitable outcome. The earth was, and then it was not. No angels to herald plagues. No beasts to seduce mankind. No coming of a savior upon a white horse. At its command, the shadow and darkness could take all away, like a close of the eye takes away sight. The vision was then gone, and I became fully aware of the change occurring within me. As I felt emotions, they became beings, creatures of a physical and ethereal hybrid essence. The spore within me spawned gross constructs of my feelings into life forms, Fear, anxiety, despair, sadness, hate, one emotion after another, morphed into grotesque forms and burst through my temples as ominous entities before being pulled into the shadow of darkness where they were devoured. The dark seed in me then twisted my mind, forcing from me every emotion within my capability happiness, jealousy, even love, emerged from me as sick things that were consumed by the shadow and darkness. The skin on my head began to crack and rip as more of the small creatures came forth. Anger, excitement, impatience, hope, disgust, bitterness, pride, bravery. They grossly bubbled beneath my flesh and popped out like spiders from an egg sack. Once these creatures vacated my body, the emotion they embodied was gone from me, stolen, never to be retrieved. In the end, all that remained was pain. Then the night faded with the coming of dawn, and the shadow and darkness vanished. Exhausted, despite the filth of my bed and constitution, I re-entered sleep in the dream I had previously departed. My brothers and sisters greeted me, but I did not welcome them. I slipped between them and sank into the mountain beneath their feet, becoming one with it. I persisted as the mountain for the remainder of the dream, until I awoke to an empty world. Not empty of what resided in it, but empty from my perception. In this world... I lived on as a shadow in darkness, a king of a dimension of nothing. That concludes episode 108 of The Dark 
verse. If you'd like to listen to and or download all of the past episodes, you can do so on iTunes, on SoundCloud, or at thedarkverse.com, among a plethora of other places. I hope you enjoyed this story, and I will have another one for you in the coming weeks. All stories on the Dark Verse are the sole property of Shark Child and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without his written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love. <laughs> <laughs>